Casa Victoria, we're having a bit of a crummy time at the moment, but for the next 35 or so minutes, gentlemen, we're just going to have some fun because, Richo, I've got something at the end of this show that is just going to change the footy landscape forever. Is it what I'm thinking? Oh, is so it what we've been get, talking it about? It just or not? might be, Richo and Brownie, if I was you. <laughs> My freckle will be getting very, very small <laughs> right now. As always, big thanks to Callaway. We haven't got our clubs, but... Uh, uh, they're on the way. They're on their way, at least for you two. So we're very happy to have Callaway on board. Taylor made it out. Callaway uh, in. It's but good I've to have got... you back too, huh, yep. by the way. I, uh, I was away because I did A lot get... of good feedback about Wally, though. I did. A lot of good yeah, feedback about Wally. he did a fantastic Wally. job. He's a great friend of the show, Wally. Uh, I actually, I went and got, I was... Under... Is there a bit of a battle between you and Wally at the moment? Like, he hosts three wide, no cover. You host these. Just a little bit of ants. Well, I think one of those of productions you. is markedly better than the other, so Just before really, you yeah. move on, I, now, we've had some good reviews lately, Nathan, on uh, iTunes. Yep. I believe you may be working under a few. Ah, oh, that is rubbish. That is yes. rubbish. It's not big footy. You, you can't. No, right, you can't okay. do You're it. Creating <laughs> like false people. No, I'm not going to go through because you to leave a review, you have to leave an. But it wouldn't an be iTunes outside account. your wheelhouse to do that, though. No, right? it wouldn't. Mate, you, know the, you know the reviews that Hummer's doing himself when we're not mentioned in them. <laughs> it's just Hummer. <laughs> I, I need to mention a sponsor that actually okay. sent us some product. Okay. Okay. Unlike you, Brandy, I delivered now. We haven't got any of it yet? <laughs> yes. Pretty miserable joint at the moment, of course, with corona and the, and the tourism industry and whatnot, but there is an animal that is always smiling. The quokka. Do you know the quokka? They're those little things yes, that all the yeah, Instagram girls can't get the photos with. Over the at Roddy. Photos. Rottnest now, Island. We've got a mate over at Rottnest Island, Cambo, from Happy as a Quokka. Now, he has sent us... I, I forgot to bring them into the studio today, but he has sent us... And he won't. <laughs> the most comfortable, best-looking socks you'll ever see. They're, these, they're nice blue. pumping up. Yeah. A sponsor, it'd probably be a good idea to bring that merchandise in. So as you're pumping it up, no. people can see it. I know we're, we we do an audio podcast as well, but this one is filmed. It's I don't official. know about you, Matt. I'm well, no marketing expert. There's but a couple of cameras But here. you'd imagine you would have brought them No, in. because yeah. I don't want it to happen what happened with Hugo Wines, where you took it all and I got left with two bottles. So, hey, anyway, our man Cambo, he's Beautiful. got an entire range I of just- Quokka products cotton socks, earrings, poker cards, and these adorable plush toys, plus a mountain of new products on the horizon. Now, it's very easy to get involved. Just uh, follow him at, on Instagram as as.happy.as.art.artquokka, or you can go to ashappyasacocker.com.au. Chuck in your order. Now, I assure you, gentlemen, if you're in some trouble with the dial, which, let's be honest, it's very easy in these troubling times, you get a pair of these quokka earrings and it all will be forgotten. <laughs> oh, so thank nice. you very much to have would good get in stuff. Because he's walked in today yeah. uh, in the Sportsbit office and he said since it got announced that we're going into lockdown, he reckons he has had three bottles of scotch. <laughs> and Ollie, uh, who does our video stuff, he just said, that is an absolute lie. You have not. I have. And I, I agree with him. You, you've come in, you've said you have a little nip of scotch every day. You don't do that either. You have not had three bottles of scotch no, since I'm it got going announced. Through, I'm going through three bottles of scotch a week with the dar. Are you really? No, he's not. <laughs> don't, don't buy into that. He is not. Hey, let's get into your old boys. That's the a Richmond. lot of scotch. <laughs> Yes, what Richmond, about the Tigers? Are they gone? No, I don't Injuries, think they are. Injuries, people not play, senior players not going to the hub. We said this last year, huh? They started pretty poorly and um, those two guys who aren't going have just had babies. So yep. I, can, I can clearly understand Absolutely. that. And if, you know, a week went past and they'd had the baby and then they had to play, they'd play. But unfortunately, the situation they're in is if they stay for the birth now, then they have to quarantine. It's hard to join the other group yep. and it's just... 
pretty much a waste of time. So I can understand why Shane Edwards and Basha Hooley aren't there. Yeah, absolutely understand. A bit of a hypocrisy around the reporting of that. Richmond have always promoted family first. Mm. So when they actually do it, people come and love to jump on. But no, I don't think they're gone. I think they can still play finals. As for premiership, I think it's going to be hard. But they've got premiership players to come back in this week. Soldo, Graham, Pickett, Bolton, Stack, who is a very good player as well. I think this will actually energise them. They're playing in front of supporters this week. A lot of Richmond supporters in Dusty Queensland. Dusty looks to be playing injured, though. Dusty's, yeah, not at what his best. What was wrong with him last week? He kept he kept, he kept haunch- going over. on his haunches, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, I, I did notice Tom that. Tom Lynch got the broken hand, but yep. they yep. bring in a lot of seasoned players who yep. I think four of them they can bring in our premiership players There they as well. are. So, look, I think they can still play finals. I think they'll get energised by playing in front of some Tiger fans. They're not gone, no. Cochin, Lynch, Nankervis and Prestia join those two. Yeah, not big names. The hub. That's a big yeah. names. But speaking of the hubs, gentlemen, because obviously all the Victorian players, they had to flee... Melbourne is riddled with COVID at the moment, so they fled to the. They've given up the Melbourne winter for a beautiful winter up north. It's well, not a well, bad. COVID's not everywhere. It's not in every suburb. It's well, there's enough that they've Williams had to town. leave. It's not a bad deal. The I reckon. Would you do it as I a love player? It. I reckon it'd be great. And I reckon uh, to take your family up there. I mm. know oh, you're in a hotel room and it's small and it would get testy yeah. uh, if you've got multiple kids. But still, an opportunity. It is 30 days, 32 days to be out of this state at the moment. It is doom and gloom here at the moment. To be out there with your family, to be able to go fishing, surfing, oh, go to the beach, play some yeah. beach cricket, um, look, and play footy at the same time. To be able to keep this game going, I think the players are doing an amazing job. Yeah, they've had bad press suppliers. It's a mm. disgrace, I reckon. I reckon they've done a great job to keep the game going. And why wouldn't you want to get up to Queensland? Yeah. I've been at the MCG the last two Sunday afternoons. And I'll tell you, it's just not a spectacle at the moment. You could hear the seagulls there last Sunday. That's how uh, quiet the MCG was, trying to play AFL footy. So if I was a player now, I'd be going, how good's this? Queensland, mm, yeah. good weather, play some football, play in front of some fans. It's a win, win, win. And there might be some players that probably opted not to bring their family as well and they wouldn't mind just a, a couple of weeks. A little bit of time R&R. off. Yeah. <laughs> You'd need that, Nate, with four kids <laughs> well, in lockdown. I would take yeah. all my kids, Matt, without no, you a doubt. Hey, uh, Brisbane, Richo. Yes. They're, are they the real deal? They're I, second well, in betting. Well, as we record this on uh, Thursday lunchtime, the big game tonight, Geelong and uh, Brizzy at the SCG. This is the real test, I reckon. Um, They've won their last four games at the Gabba. They've been playing in front of their home crowd the last couple of weeks. So if they beat the Cats at the SCG tonight, I reckon they should be premiership favourites. Their midfield's unbelievable. Neil's just about the best mid in the comp. Zorko back in. I don't see any weaknesses there, Nate. No, and I think they're, they're kicking. They're averaging 80 points since we restarted. Obviously, yeah. they lost round one pretty poorly, but averaging 80 points, I don't think Geelong can kick that score. I know Geelong score well, but they're a bit up and down at the moment. And uh, look, Port Adelaide are on top of the ladder at the moment. Brisbane are there. GWS are going to be very hard to beat. but it's West Coast will get better at home too. But no, I think if Brisbane win tonight, uh, they should be right at that top line. Now, aside on the other side of the spectrum, the Crows. There's a chance that they go through winless, isn't there? When you say that, though... I, it's a short a, season. They're already, team, what, already five games They pushed Fremantle last week. I know it turned out to be a 30-odd point win in the end, but they certainly were level with Fremantle just before three-quarter time. They, a side always wins a so game. They win always a game. scramble a game late in the season. Mm. Um, at the moment, they've still got Melbourne to play. At the moment, if you look at them, you go, no, they can't. But they just can't score. They haven't scored more than 40 points in the last four mm. weeks, which is just... 
horrible. But if you look at history, I don't think there's been a team go through a season without a win since the early 1960s. So yeah. history says they'll win a game. Did we all read Scoot McClure's article this week? We did. We yes. spoke to him on the Sunday footy show. I thought it was a fantastic article from Scoop. Did a really good job getting players to go on uh, record. record and say that. And uh, I'd, I'd be worried. If I was collective minds at the moment, I'd be worried what's coming in the future because I think once some of these players mm. do retire, there's obviously going to be some Ooh. legal options How? available Surely to them. Surely they're not still around as a company. They are, and they're still running as a company. I just, really? I yep. just cannot believe that happened two years ago. Even back when we played Nate in the, in the 90s and 2000s, we went on some camps, but nothing as bad as that. They were brutal. Like they were they, hard. They, the shotgun next to our tent, obviously, yeah. but... To be not tied that, up not that and to be abused no. and to give yeah. information about those that, players which might upset them to motivate them, I just think that's what I, that's what I thought how the they worst. got that through and how they all collectively, collective minds and the coaching staff, thought that was a good that, idea. It's, it's that's the only thing they've done wrong. Like, like making players um, not eat and not drink for a certain amount of people, that, that happens on a camp. But that torturous the- stuff... Of mental stuff that that I can't believe that got through. I get the physical stuff. You know, you, you want to be fit and strong. So you, I, I get some of the physical challenges, but some of that mental stuff was over the over the mark, definitely. And what about Rory Sloan coming out and saying that he loved the camp? He came back a better father, a better husband. Is but he? Mate, but would that be genuine, or no, is he just I, trying I, to no? I, going on the PR offensive for the I pros? can see some players that wouldn't. Bryce Gibbs said he loved the camp too. But you might, neither of them mightn't have had the uh, mental stuff thrown at them. But the individuals that were hurt by that. Rory Sloan mightn't have had anything in his past that Mm. he's concerned about or hurts him um, like uh, some of the players there obviously did. And that's when they try to get under their guard. And obviously Bryce Gibbs, guys who love the camp, Taylor Walker, good, strong players who haven't had to deal with childhoods that other players had. Mm. So that was the part that they got it drastically wrong. Lockie Neal. Flying. He is. Absolutely flying. Probably the best player, the best midfielder in the comp at the moment. I think Paddy Cripps' form has been a bit down. But what Lockie Neal's done this year, um, and I believe his coach went to him at the end of last year and said, you handball the ball too much. You're a very good player, but your disposals need to improve. Lockie Neal went away. He kicks the footy more now. Gets more kicks than what he does handballs. It was the other way around last year. And he's hitting the scoreboard. He's kicked the goal in just about every game. Apart from the game, he kicked zero goals. (laughs) Six. He's kicked six goals this year. He wasn't a goal kicker before. And so he has to be the best midfielder in the competition. He is the outright Brownlow favourite at the moment. Um, $4.50. I think he's still a bet. I think he wins the Brandlow medal. You look at the way he plays and he's 50-50 contested Mm. to uncontested. That's a really good balance in your game. If you chuck the scoring onto that now, um, yeah, I think he is the best mid in the game. They reckon the thing he does at training, the amount of work he does on his ground balls, you watch him at ground level below his knees, he just never fumbles. Mm. He's a one-touch player, but they reckon the work he puts in is huge. I reckon when he's at home, yeah. um, when he was a young boy, yeah. he used to put like about 50 footies in the cupboard. He used to get his mum to open the cupboard and then just practice the loose balls. You are an <laughs> so, you, Sometimes what? when you're saying things, yeah. you, you must have a little voice in your head saying, don't go with no. this, but you still do, don't it's you? The, you? Just every time. The undiagnosed disease doesn't allow that to happen. <laughs> hey, um, did you boys at ever... At what point did you get to that, saying that and thinking that was a good idea? <laughs> yeah, it probably wasn't, to be honest. Hey, He's um, a good player. Did you boys ever have a... We might cut that out. I know you both did, but yeah. 
an eye-watering contract? Was, was there a time, maybe your first AFL contract or... Every one of Matthew's contracts is no, an eye-watering contract. No, just signed and just went, oh, boy, this is a fill-up. I had one contract where I thought I got over the odds. <laughs> I was pretty happy with it. But it's nothing compared to what they get now, to be honest with you. Well, there was an eye-watering deal. Are you talking about Patrick Mahomes? I am indeed. That, was that a- is just absurd. <clears throat> what were the numbers again? I don't have them. You know what they were? If you're going to bring oh. a subject to the table, you need to bring something with it. It was 10 I'll years. I'll tell you what, it's, it was it's, uh, $503 million yeah. for 10 years, right? So Why'd you ask me by the numbers if you had them? It basically works out that his bank account, when he has a look at it every Thursday morning, there's an extra seven figures in there every Thursday morning <laughs> for 10 you years. What? I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't spend that. Oh, no, no way, no one could you spend it. You should, like, donate or something. You but could. Powerball's 80 million. Correct, Brandy. Well, we're a, chance, we are a chance to earn what he earns in a year and a half in one foul swoop tonight. tonight. Powerball, $80 yeah. million. Dollars. We've all got our tickets. The best part about a buying a lottery ticket is, I mean, you never win, but you have this beautiful no, you 30 think you're minutes. Gonna win, though. Yeah, you do. You and do. you get to start planning it. Like, how quickly would you Why walk out of your job and tell everyone to get stuffed? I've never bought a ticket where I haven't thought I'm going to nah. win. Mm. Yeah. My parents had the same numbers for about 35 years, oh. right? The same numbers every single week. And they never won anything. They used to win fifth division, fourth division, 20 bucks here and there. So that, they would just play one game. The, the same numbers every single week, right? And if, if, if they were looking like they weren't going to get their Tats Lotto ticket in, the panic would set in, <laughs> right? Because you imagine if you've done it for 35 oh. years and you miss one Saturday. And it's your numbers. And your numbers come up. 80 million. That'd be good. Oh. I'd love it. What would, what would you do? You do? Uh, I've, I've written it down here. Uh, I'd buy a $5 million property here in Melbourne, a $2 million property in Brighton, uh, uh, in Byron, a $2 million New York apartment, a $1.5 million place on the Murray River, maybe up at Echuca or Mildura, right. somewhere along there. Mildura. I'd set up $2.5 million funds for each of my kids, so that's right. another $10 million gone. Yeah. I'd give 2 and a half to the parents, 2 and a half to the in-laws, $4 million split between the brothers and sisters, $20 million in shares, $10 million in crypto, and a $2 million customised Bentley just the way I like it. Look, see, this gives you an insight into Nathan, yeah. okay, right? He has not even thought about any sort of charitable no. donation or foundation. But kids, what parents, are you doing brother-in-laws, money, What are you doing sisters, putting money to crypto? crypto Haven't crypto, you been crypto burned is a, a charity? What about giving some money to some community yeah. I give money every week to the church <laughs> through Christina, okay? We donate every week. You know what I'd do? I'd give and some I'm money. I'm going to go to heaven, and you are not. I'd give some money to my two local footy clubs, right? Just to put oh, a little bit back in. Tazio. But I'd do yeah. what Hayden Ballantyne did. There'd be a little. Uh, there'd be a little note at the bottom that something would have to uh, be named yep. after me at the ground. You remember down at Peel Thunder, the Hayden Ballantyne wing? Yeah. I think his grandmother won Tats Lotto, didn't she? Did she? And she gave some money to the club, but she said you got to name the wing. So it's called uh, the Hayden Ballantyne <laughs> wing. Have you got anything named after you in Tassie? No, nah, but I'd want a statue put up at the East Devonport Footy Ground. <laughs> If I donated some hey, money. I had Matthew ch- Richardson lips. I had the chance. <laughs> He's got I massive had, lips. Yeah. I have you got bring big it up. Lips. Hey, I had the chance to be pretty wealthy this week. Did you? I the Dal and I were saying for a house, so we're selling everything. Where are you going to buy? Oh, it's all we can afford. Um, <laughs> but so at my my parents' beach house up down the beach, oh, they beach had this house. old pinball machine. Right. And we had to take that. We had to take it. And I, I was originally going to restore it. I know right. a little bit of electronics. I was going to do it myself. But there's too many fuses burned out. Do. So I thought, we've just got to get rid of this pinball machine. I whacked it up for 500 bucks. 
did it on Saturday night. We just got absolutely slammed. Right. 100 calls with before we went to bed on Saturday night. So straight so, away you should have been going, this is worth a bit. Yeah, we should have. So we thought it was under. We just wanted to get rid of it. Yeah. So the very next morning, a guy came around 8 a.m. Yeah. the next day. Didn't care about the condition. Didn't care because it doesn't work. <coughs> right. Tech goes to 500 bucks, licking our lips. Sunday afternoon, we've taken the ad off, so we're not getting calls. But one, somehow a guy gives us a call, says, is the pinball machine still around? I said, no, nah, sorry, mate, we just sold it. He goes, what, what did you sell it for? I said, 500 bucks. He goes, I would have paid you seven grand for it. Because restored, this pinball machine is worth $13,000. You serious? Yep. So I've done myself out Shouldn't of Shouldn't you have known that a vintage pinball machine would be worth more than 500? I didn't it was crap. Hey? It didn't work or anything, but yeah, it turns out it's a very, very oh, so rare pinball machine. You need to win nerd sort of stuff, isn't it? Now, Nate, uh, I was sitting at home <laughs> I used on to the have weekend. a stand-up Double Dragon two-player stand-up arcade okay. game. Yeah, that was it? a good game, Double Dragon. Mm. Yeah, Galaga's still the best of all time. Hey, Nate, I was sitting at home on the weekend watching the footy, and we'll be doing a lot of that in the next yep. month, won't we? Six weeks. And I was just scrolling through Twitter, as you do, and I came across a tweet from our man over here, <laughs> Richard Humston. <laughs> oh, yes. At Richie underscore hum. And you he's had a crack at one of the greats of the game in Gary Lyon. <laughs> Gaddy. Gaddy. He said, I understand Gary Lyon played, a, a, played for a remarkably unsuccessful footy club and never went close to tasting success. But his bias against Hawthorne is embarrassing. <laughs> so what's your, what is your problem with Gary now, Lyon? Before you ask him about that, do you know that we have a sponsor. We sponsor a radio station, which right. is SEM, which Hutchie runs, obviously. Right. And My man, Who Hutch. is their marquee man, who are their marquee signing over well, the last three to four years? So it'd be, be Gary. Gary. So Gary does the morning breakfast, which is the, the main slot. Their and big guess show. who goes on breakfast and you does do. the odds update? I do, but guess who else does? Richard does. And guess who this week <laughs> has pulled out of breakfast this week and doesn't want to do it? Hummer has. Richard Hummerston. No. You've Why been you... scared to do it. No. Why haven't you I... taken that tweet down? Well, because I stand You've got to work it. with Gary. I, well, you know what? We will have a robust discussion because I'm, I'm a Hawthorne fan. Have been my whole life. Why would he be biased against he Hawthorne? He hates Hawthorne because he lost the 88 grand final against oh, them and he's had a chip on his shoulder ever since. I don't think he's going to care what Hummer thinks, to be honest. <laughs> but you did ask me many, oh, about 12 months ago whether you, I could get you a job at SEM with Hutchie as a yeah. boundary rider. And yep. I said, no problems. I'll send out the text message which I sent to Hutchie. <laughs> and he said, leave it with me. And it's still with him. Still hasn't <laughs> Hutchie and I are good mates. He's, we're, we're very good. Hey, Brownie, before we, uh, we get on to what's doing Richo's heading. Can I just, if, just before that, that, this is a good case. I reckon you'd had a bottle of scotch when you put that tweet out. <laughs> Never tweet and drink. <laughs> Well, you were carrying on the other night on Twitter. No, no wonder you met saw that on Twitter. You Mark Stevens, very active. Mark on Twitter, Stevens Richard. wrote this thing about the hubs, and I'm going to get it up. I just remembered it. Move then. On, I Hummer. took screenshots of it. This is extraordinary. I asked if Benny Gale was on the plane to go to Tom Lynch, a very big man on a very small plane. He's just taken off for the Gold Coast, live from Essendon Airport. That's Steve-O with the breaking news. And you've 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 responded with whose plane was it, Steve-O? Who cares, mate? <laughs> That is just you putting yourself out in social no, media no. go, oh, well, Richo's interested no, in the you know why I did and that. And you know what? It was a nuffy convention because then my man, Tom Brown, I looks like Tommy. a Pilatus PC to Richo, a single-engine turboprop cruise speed. If that didn't get any worse, I, I, I'm not even going to read the rest of that out. Then Johnny Ralph jumped in. Johnny Ralph think the Tigers had to shell out for it. Was the, then Michael Felgate, these people who love Twitter, so, you're one of this generation of people who tweet for people to look at you. So what I've got, Nathan, is work ethic that you've never had, right? Because I do a podcast for the Richmond Footy Club and I needed some information on Brendan Gale. 
you peanut. <laughs> What's that got to do with you tweeting about the plane? <laughs> hey, before we get going, a couple of weeks ago we asked to give you a stock tip. Yeah. Now you're going to give one each week. Yes. Aren't you? Now, I, I hate to say this. But your stock tip has been phenomenally has been successful. Good. If you invested five hundred dollars on the stock, what was the what's the code? TTM. TTM. To, to gold mining. Now, seven point four cents. Yep. So you would have got seven thousand one hundred and forty-two shares at that price. Now your portfolio would be worth nine hundred and sixty-four dollars. So you know what I'd love so to hear. Doubled. You've almost doubled it. I'd love to hear from any of our listeners that actually got on. Yeah. Because you blokes didn't. Because they'd be happy. Oh, I didn't. I didn't trust I didn't. you. No. All right, here's Where another one for week? you. Capricorn Metals, CMM. It's currently $1.90. CMM, right. Capricorn yeah. Metals. Oh, I'm gonna back if you're in. not getting the theme here, the theme in these hard times, America still obviously with thousands and thousands of new cases a day, hundreds of thousands, gold. Gold is a haven at the moment, Matthew. Is this another I'll, gold? I'll, I'll give you that for free. I'm just going to get a Powerball ticket tonight. Oh, yeah? Mm. Would you give me a million if you won 80? Actually, one of my ideas, oh. if I won 180, is that I would put a tender out to my mates, right, or uh, my best mates, so you would be included in that. Hummus not. I would put a tender out <laughs> to my mates, right, and I'd say the best entrepreneurial idea that you can come back with, I'll give you a million dollars Oh, like a shark invest. tank. Yeah. Mm. Rich yeah. shark tank. I would. Tiger tank. And you're, you've got some a good juice ideas. juice bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Richo, what's, uh, what's doing your head in this week? And it's doing my f***ing head in. And the Richmond boys owned one once. It was a Greg Stafford owned it with him. Oh, Wouldn't it kill him? I know a lot of people that did a lot of Darwin juice bars. They, they're uh, no good. What was, the boost, the, what was the boost competitor? There was one that came out for a little while and it, they franchised a heap and they just all went under. Oh, they're no good. They, you'd, you'd be doing your head in if you bought a juice bar, I'll tell you. But I'll tell you what is doing my head in, along with basically everybody in this state we live in, Victoria... I've had a gutful of this COVID-19. I've mm. had a serious gutful and I've been sitting at home and I'm thinking, what's the way out for me? What's the way forward for me and my family? And I'll tell you what it is, Nate. I'm from Tasmania, right? <laughs> oh, don't the great tell state me. of Tasmania. You're going back to Tasmania. I'm, I'm seriously contemplating when my contracts run out in the media, which I reckon's in the next few years. I reckon oh. I'm just about past my use by date. People have had a gutful of me as well. You're going to move back to Tassie? I'm going to move back to Tassie because it's cheaper, the food's better, the wine's better, the beer's better, the pace is slower. Mm. You go down there, hum, the you go down there. food and wine's pretty good. It good is. Cool, you, the hum, beer. you go down there and play golf. It's just more relaxing, isn't it's just it? Good. Oh, yep, I'm with you. Right? If I was to live in any other state, it'd be Tassie. It's cold. The, the people are just a lot nicer. Mm. People are not, yeah. you know, they're not in your face. They're not rude. It's a bit cold, though. No, the air well, is that's fresher. What jackets are for. You know what, though? The air is a lot cleaner down yeah, there. It is. And if, if I could give you one tip, I'll be moving back. And one thing I'll be doing when I go back there is always have sunscreen on in Tasmania. <laughs> what, you He's don't been believe- going on about this for years. <laughs> you get, there's no ozone layer down you, there, apparently, so you, you get, get burnt. You, you get sunburnt a lot quicker in Tasmania. And you learnt the hard way, you peanut, mm. that 2020 game we oh, went down to. So you tell me. I'm going to stand down in Hobart, right? Yeah. I'm going to stand there with no top on. I'm going to look at the sun all day. I'm going to go to Alice Springs. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to take my top off, look at the sun all day. I'm going to get more burnt in you Hobart, will, am I? It can be 19 degrees in Hobart and you will get more sunburnt than if you're in Alice Springs, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm moving back to Tassie, hum. I've had enough of this That's rubbish. COVID nonsense. Trumpet award time, gentlemen. Now, what Wally did do a great job of, and this is something that you have been asking for for... You notice what he did too after the show? Yep. 
he made this beautiful sent thing. an email now, for those summary. that are watching online, you can see it. But he has sent an Excel spreadsheet with a full leaderboard. So you should be able to easily update that now, huh? Okay. That's your job. You have improved a bit this year, but uh, there's still room for improvement. So if this is a leading team type scenario, this would be one thing that you, you need to get better You know what he is, at. Hummer, if, if I could compare him to like someone at a footy club? He's a slow burn. You'd have him on like an international rookie list spot and you'd be prepared to invest seven or eight years in him yeah. before he comes good. Hey, you? I don't mind that. Hey, well, then let's recap because for the first time ever we've got a leaderboard. <coughs> Okay. Matt Rao on eight, where he, you would imagine, will remain for the rest of the year. Charlie Dixon on six, Toby Green four, Lockie Neal three, Gold Coast Suns three, and Eddie Betts on three. Yep. The worst ons, the Adelaide Crows on six, Steel Sidemon on six, the Bulldogs three, Jeremy Govan three. Brownie. All right, so best on this week, I'm going to go one vote to Jack Steele. I thought he tagged Patrick Cripps, but not only did he keep him to five disposals in that first half, I think he had double figures himself and was influential and he kicks the ball well. So Jack Steele for me. Uh, Dylan Shield, the Bombers, they've needed someone to step up this year. I think his kicking's better. I was very negative towards his kicking last year. Is he more damaging year. this year? I think he is, yeah. yeah. He's getting a lot of it. Uh, I just think he's playing some pretty good footy. And I was live at the Melbourne-Richmond game the other day and Kane Lambert's game, 27 disposals, three goals for the day. You just don't see those sort of numbers in no. shortened games at the moment. So for me, Kane Lambert, 27 disposals, three goals, three votes. Mm. Good stuff, Nate. I gave one to Tom Hawkins. It was it was vintage yes. Tommy. Got up the ground, got involved in chains, scoring chains. Kicked three goals mm. as well, contested marks, 12 score involvements. It was just Tom Hawkins back to his best. Loved his game. Another big forward, uh, Josh Bruce, for his new club, six goals. I mean, we just don't see anyone kicking five or six goals mm. these days. So if they do, you've got to get votes. Uh, he was fantastic. And I gave three to Kane Lambert as well Ooh. because Ooh. he's the only player this year to have more than 25 disposals and kick three goals in a game. So I think that deserves three. There's a little bit of Richmond bias in that. Because that is rare to have six votes. Hummer. No, but when you have Cochin go out, yeah, Presti go out. Dustin Martin's not in any form. You need did, someone to step up yeah, in the midfield. Exactly Hummer, did Hummer hear what I just said? He's the only player this year to have more than 25 disposals and kick three goals in a game. Mm-hmm. I just ran there's a little bit of bias. Uh, the spicy ones, the worst ones. <laughs> All right, I got one vote. It's a combination of the North Melbourne medical team and Ben Cunnington. So obviously how he, got, how he played because he looked gone in the warm-up. He did. They still... Yeah elected to play with him. So that means they obviously didn't have one, someone ready to go if he was out in the warm-up. So Ben Cunnington himself would have known in the rooms for the game. Uh, I don't know whether they thought it was going to warm up or not, but mm. they were a man down and they probably lost the, lost the game because of it's harsh, but I think he's the most influential player. So yeah. maybe it's not that harsh. It was, yeah. it was a disc- Jaden Hunt, um, he was really good early in the season in round one. I think he kicked three since then. He looks like he's a little boy is he out lost of playing a man's game. Is he out of position? Well, he, he played so well a couple of years back at half back, but then lost that position. All right, I get that. Uh, one vote to Benny Brown. Just it's not it's not helping him the way yeah. North are putting the ball he's in garbage. down, but didn't kick a goal. I gave two to another big forward. I went was focusing on the key forwards this week. Mason Cox. Uh, Two disposals and one mark. Collingwood desperately need him to take some marks. And I'm, I agree with you. I gave three, though. To Dan Andrews? No. <laughs> to Reese Shaw this time. Because I think Reese put his hand up and said it was his decision decision that Ben played. Yep. So he's got to cop that. And Dan. 
Well, there you go. That makes uh, Kane Lambert will go up to second place alongside Charlie Dixon. In the worst leader, the Adelaide Crows still remain on six. You can go up and down pretty quick in this comp. <laughs> now, most of the comments, Richo, on your long sleeve team of the century have been about the rucks. Right. Because you did not allow anywhere on the graphic to have the rucks. No, I, how am I responsible for the graphic? Because it's your segment and you didn't put the rucks in, but... I would thankfully, say that's probably more your. Thankfully, I uh, oh, I'm, no. I'm a whiz with Photoshop and right. I've tidied it up. Okay, now pretty easy to, uh, selections those ones. It, well, yes. We have been a little bit concerned about your selection of Damien Hardwick in the back pocket because I, I thought that you know he has worn long sleeves. I'm very confident. A little bit um, strange, but not not a lot. No. Nah. And so actually on Triple M right. on Sunday before the Richmond-Melbourne game, we interviewed Damien Harbick and I thought yeah. I'd pose this question to him. Now, Dimmer, the great Matthew Richardson does a lot of media work for your club still. He's doing a long-sleeve team of the century at the moment and he's put you in the back <laughs> pocket, which surprised me because I didn't think you wore the long sleeves that much. I, I, I can remember you wearing it, but of all the games you played, uh, is there a percentage of how many times you think you played in the long sleeve? Yeah, early days it wasn't too great. I must admit, yeah, I used to wear the log sleeve a fair bit. I used to play up up way, which was absolutely freezing. I don't think you even had short sleeve jumpers up there. But <laughs> thank you, well, thank I, you. From what I got out of that, that he wow. he wore long sleeves up and up way. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> what were you following his junior footy career? I'm telling you, Dimmers, and, and he, you've once again you've paraphrased what he said. He said, I used to play at Upway when I was, where it was very cold, obviously, up in the Dandenongs. Yep. And then he brought that tradition down to Essendon when he started. All right. No, okay. that's fair well, enough. We'll give you a tick. Well, Dimmer's no. in the back pocket. Thank you. Who's the Ruckman? Okay, so I'm going back a long way here, but this man is has taken more marks in the history of the game than anyone else and is the great Gary Dempsey. Now, yeah. if you look back <laughs> at pictures of Gary, he wore Gary, a long, Dempsey. Gary Dempsey wore long sleeves a lot, Okay. Now, the only other ruckman I took into consideration here was Rory Lobb, but he wears those three-quarter yeah. ones. That's a so disgrace to the cowards. Luke. I'm happy to be corrected, but you should know Gary Dempsey from your Bulldogs days. I certainly do. He's a good man, Gary Dempsey, so, and uh, I can confirm that he did used to wear long he sleeves. Did. So, look, that uh-huh. Gary Dempsey, the great Gary Dempsey, more marks than anyone. A pretty simple uh, ruck rover, the man that captained Hawthorne in so many grand finals, the great Michael Tuck. Yep. Now, you can't argue with me there. No, no, okay. no, no. He was exclusive. Okay, and the third spot on ball goes to a Geelong Football Club champion, Brownlow medalist, played all over the ground, could play anywhere, but played on ball a lot, and that is the great James Bartell. Because mm. the punters were worrying, worried that Jimmy Bartell wasn't going to be mentioned. No, of course Jimmy's in there. He's the rover. Would they have, he wouldn't have spent his most amount of time in the guts, though. Look, modern footballers <laughs> have to be adaptable, Hummer. <laughs> Big, big games on this weekend, starting Thursday night at the SCG, Geelong, Brisbane. Brisbane, the better back side, $1.65. The Cats, if you're looking for some value, two twenty-five. Richo? Uh, yeah, big game, big game for Brisbane, because if they win this, uh, I think they're the bona fide real deal, and I think they will. Zorko back in, Stephen out for Geelong. I just think... I just. I think they're more reliable through the middle at the moment. And that's saying something against that Geelong midfield. Zorko in is big. The only query about Brisbane is it's at the SCG. Mm. They've been so good at the Gabba, but they've been averaging 80 points a game. So I'm going to stick with Brisbane. The Cats are a little bit up and down at the moment, so the line's for me. Collingwood, 
host Hawthorne. I'm not sure where this game is. I like the Hawks here. I think it's a Metro- Metricon maybe. I think uh, Hawthorne with their pace. I think Wingard is the barometer. Nine goals in wins, zero goals in games at the moment. Uh, Collingwood got their backs to the wall, but I think they've got some issues at the moment. So I, I just think Hawthorne have been up and down. I think it's their turn to be up again. They uh, pretty ordinary last week. Morales Clarkson would have them prime for this game. So they look the value Hawks. 225 as we do this broadcast. So yeah. the Hawks for me. It's at the Gabba, actually, Nate. So they are in Queensland. Uh, no, yeah. it's Giants Stadium. No, they're in they're, they're in oh. Sydney Hub. Okay. Yeah, the Hawks are in Coogee, sorry. Gee, it says GS there. That's Giants Stadium. Uh, Hawthorne. Simple. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Well, it says GS. It could be the Gabba Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, who know knows where, they where they're the playing moment. at the moment? They're not playing in Melbourne. Who gives a sh- GS? How don't... is that ever going to be the Gabba? It's never how... called the Gabba Stadium. How can you keep up with where no, the teams are at at the moment? <laughs> the last game we're going to look at. Probably should know working <laughs> in the industry. No. <laughs> Port Adelaide, dollar ninety-seven. Host, God knows where the Giants, dollar eighty-four. Where I think this from? is this one at Metricon. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> I but think... uh, who, who do you like here, Matthew? I'll tell you where this one is first. Uh, it's at Metricon Stadium. So I think I like Port. This is contrasting styles. Port are number one for time in forward half, number one for inside 50s. And the Giants last week just were camped back all night and had to transition the ball. That's a worry. I don't know if they can do that against Port. So I'm going to tip Port in a real close one. I'm going to go the Giants. I just thought Port struggled. I reckon they're a man short in their defensive end when it comes up against big tools. And I think they've got the three best tools who play together, obviously Finlayson, Himmelberg and Cameron. So I just think they're going to be caught short. And I think the Giants. Now, Richo. Yes. I've, uh, you know, I've had a pretty decorated career. Of I've, what? Been, I've been just well, you, in, in lots of things. You're like, an investigative journalist, aren't you? Correct. Yeah. I, I studied as a journalist and I found my way to the beautiful Sportsbet brand and I've achieved some great things. Right. But there is a project that I've been working on the last couple of weeks that is my crowning achievement. Right. I have never been more proud to introduce what I'm about it's, to. It's made you feel warm and fuzzy. It does. It? I just feel I think it is? I've achieved something. You know it is. A couple of weeks ago, it came to our attention because I was reading on Bigfooty. I like to peruse Bigfooty. Well, we have talked about this photo before. Yeah, we have spoken about but it. We and haven't we didn't, been able to find you it. You were happy to keep... You, you, you didn't bring it up. We found out that this photo existed thanks to Bigfooty and then I did some digging. I did some digging, some right. digging and some uh, more burner digging. Accounts. No, from Humdog Millionaire underscore 21. Now, thanks to my mate... Well, not my mate. I, he just works on Big Footy. He found a photo. Right. But he didn't just find one photo, Richo. He found not two, not three, but four incriminating photos. And I have paid $600. <laughs> I paid 600 smackers. You you didn't pay. The, the work can't pay. Sports bet paid. <laughs> 600 Is this smackaroos? the best use of sports bets money? <laughs> it is. To be honest, now, in a pandemic. Now, Brownie. So, Hummer, these can photos, I just say that I have seen these photos. I remember them. Appearing in the newspaper. Oh, do you? So, I reckon there might be a couple that. But I haven't seen them I'm for 20 years. <laughs> did not make the paper. Now, Brownie, these photos are going, they're going to sink you because Channel 9 are going to jump on them. It is, they're going to. So I'm going to make you a deal. I'm going to show you the first one today because I promised the listeners. Yeah. But if you can secure me the clubs before next week, I will not show any other photos. I'll hand them over to you. I will sign them away and they will never see the light it's of day. It's just a lie. No matter what I do, no matter what no, I give you, no, you I, are mate, still going to show I'm these I'm an honourable man. I'm a man of my word. No, so, you are not. 
If you are listening on podcast, of course, this is an audio podcast. Yeah. Please make sure go to Sportsbet's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I will make sure this thing is on every single social media platform in the world. I can't wait any longer. By the weekend. So without further ado, I produce Brownie. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, that's my that, God. That's not that bad. What are you I'm doing? standing in front of Kurt Cobain. It's a poster <laughs> so my, on my wall. What's wrong with that? I just want to – so, firstly, my takeaway looking at that is that nature is uh, – Nathan is presenting himself as <laughs> some sort of twisted yeah. – I'm a tortured artist, man. Tortured rock star, poet, footballer, artist. That's right? exactly what I was thinking. Where so, are you looking? At, like, what? I just don't get it. I'm just looking out in the yonder. Now, What's wrong with it? Talk us through the kit. Oh, that's a, that's a Levi's cord jacket, one of my favourite T-shirts, and Kurt was one of my heroes. When oh, you're doing God. a story, as the Herald Sun was, you look to your heroes, so, and Kurt was a hero. So how was the story written up that you were a bit a tortured soul? That's or? exactly how it was written up, a poet. <laughs> and you didn't even know it. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Now, oh, but no. I used to write poetry. <laughs> This one is relatively unoffensive, but nah, I promise but, you, Brownie, well, there's more to they come, get is there? a lot worse. Now, this is the easiest one. Have but you from found the one here, in the bath? That's all I'll ask you. I'm not going to go into what I have found, but I promise you they're going to get worse and worse and worse every single that's week. That's not that bad. I hope you found the one in the bath. Oh, I think he's brilliant. got a notepad and he's writing poetry. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. All right, time for a hypothetical to end the show. What I'm you got? still... Chuckling in the inside. <laughs> oh, just wait till next week. Get into my clubs, so though he doesn't have to. Now, in one hand, Brownie, I've got a check for three hundred thousand dollars. In the other hand, I have the ability to return every single cent you've lost in poor investments. Which one are you taking? Poor investments for me. I'll have to check. Check. See, I'm, lost I'm, a, I'm a punter. <laughs> I like to have a crack at things. I'm happy to use <laughs> chips in. Matthew's a bit more conservative than me. I wonder if it's a check for $500,000. No, I still take the investments. <laughs> Holy crap. Hey, Richo. Yes. Knowing what you know now. Yes. You didn't win a premiership. Yep, that's right. If during the Richmond career, someone that. had come to you and guaranteed you a premiership, yep. but it was at another club, so say it was a powerhouse club like Brisbane in the 2000s. Would you have walked away from Tigerland for a guaranteed flag? Wow. Gee, that is a good this one. This is mm. a good one. No, I wouldn't. Oh! That is a lie. <laughs> I love the Tigers. I barracked for them <clears throat> from four. My dad played there. I could never leave. Mm. I couldn't. Franny, similar question to you. If, you, if I had the ability to turn back time and give you the opportunity back to when you ended up at the Dogs and you could sign on the dotted line for any club after the Bulldogs, knowing what happened, so history stayed the same, Yep. Would you? where would you have signed? Uh, probably Geelong. They were the most successful side after that. You, did they offer I you? spoke to Geelong. Yeah. spoke to Geelong, but, yeah, probably Geelong. That so, team that won... Three flags, I probably would have been a part of that. Do you regret signing with the Tigers? I don't regret signing with the Tigers. I wouldn't be mates with him. I wouldn't be mates with Cambo. Got really good mates everywhere. If he didn't sign with the Tigers, he wouldn't have that block up at Laguna. (laughs) (laughs) One day. We'll do us. Thank you, mate. The merchandise is coming hard and fast. (laughs) Remember, very easy to get. Just leave us a good comment and give old Richie Hummer a follow on Instagram. Good luck on the punt this weekend. But most importantly, gamble responsibly.